Namaste Fumans! I'm Hibba. I'm Gabby. And, and welcome to the Fumans Podcast. This podcast is for those that are tired of the Insta-perfect cliche and want some realness in their life. We can promise you real talk, human experiences, and lots and lots of laughter. Disclaimer! And a whole bunch of cursing. If you want to live, laugh, and learn, hit us up on the Instagram and be part, part of, of the Fuman conversation. Let's go, Gabby. Let's do it. Today, we are talking about generational change. Generational change. Yeah, it sounds very serious. We like serious? We like to make serious fun. Yes. You know, and that's why we talk about all the fun stuff we've experienced with our families. And there's some shit that is serious. We like to break it down, don't we? Let's break it down. Take a topic and go with it. Okay. So, generational change. Yeah. What does that mean to you? For me, it's like generations have changed over time Mm -hmm. and every generation kind of has an obligation or this kind of commitment that they need to go forward and change something that their parents did or the past generation like change is now instantaneous everything is happening really quick if I can compare myself to like my parents for example my mindset is completely different yeah my upbringing is completely Mm -hmm. different I saw something on Twitter the other day that had a floppy disk (laughs) And a guy asked his daughter what the floppy disk. What the hell is this? Yeah. And Even she, I think the word floppy. Yeah, floppy disk. kind of bloody ridiculous. And the daughter said, oh my God, daddy, did you guys 3D print the save icon? <laughs> that's just looking at generations and being like, what the fuck? Exactly. And I mean, that's beautiful. Can you imagine what our kids or in the well, future, they're going to go yeah. in and look back at what we're doing. What we're doing now, using phones, like, yeah. using all this stuff. And, and they'll be like, dad, is that phone? I don't know what it was. Like they probably yeah. can communicate by telepathically. Yeah. Well, <laughs> everything's going to be chip and God knows what, but let's not think about what's going to be happening. And mm. let, like, look, let's look back at what has happened. What was your favorite thing in the past generation or in your childhood growing up? Playing outside. Yeah. <laughs> What is that, Gabby? What does one mean by playing outside? I know it sounds outside? crazy, but not pl- watching TV and playing mm. outside mm. and doing activities that involved my body rather than my mind or my fingers. But you see that even for us now, like the idea of going outside is like weird. Like if yeah. you've had friends and they're like, let's just go outside. You'll be like, what? Why? Mm. Mm. It's completely different. Yeah. And I think for like our parents, this whole idea of like, ubering for example like my mom till i don't know a few years ago thought we'd get kidnapped every time we got into a taxi (laughs) well i mean the thing is you've got to think about probably when she was younger if you got into a car with a stranger you were going to get kidnapped exactly exactly. so the idea isn't actually wrong it's just it's changed over the generation a hundred percent yeah did your mom have anything weird like that my mom was actually really good when it came to like technology Mm mm-hmm and my dad especially, he was always super encouraging. Like, you need to have the latest computer. You need to do this. You need to yeah. do that. Which I was kind of sad about. Because mm-hmm. I remember when they changed at school the rules when it came to handing in papers. Yeah. And they said, no, you can't um, handwrite them anymore. You need to do it on a computer. Handwriting? What is that? <laughs> have you I'm, seen your handwriting lately? No, that's why I mean. My handwriting is amazing. I take super pride in it. Uh-huh. And I was so upset when this happened. This teacher said to me, no, you have to start. And it was creative writing as well. So for yeah. me, sitting down with a piece of paper and a pen was everything. Yeah. And I was the only one kicking up a fuss in class because everyone else is like, great, I don't have to use pen and paper anymore. And I'm like, no. 
So there was this old part of me that was like, no. But nowadays, when you look at your handwriting, what do you think about I it? I love it still. You still love I your handwriting. I never liked my handwriting. Gonna, this is going to be geekophobe. Mm-hmm. I love fountain pens. What? <laughs> I think writing is super important. I write, but that doesn't mean my handwriting is any good. Like I look but at it. Did and you look, enjoy it when you were a kid, though? No, because I always had bad handwriting. Like it looks like scribbles, and I couldn't read my own handwriting. <laughs> See, we used to have the show in the UK where it actually used to teach you handwriting and mm-hmm. my mum and dad used to force me to watch it oh. and it would be like A flick, oh. B circle. We'll put, I'll put a reference up on Instagram because it's hilarious. Right. If I still want YouTube a birthday videos, card from you handwritten, okay? Oh, I'll always still handwrite. Okay, awesome. Okay, and what about you? Like, think back from your mm. parents to now. Well, I mean, you talked about the yeah. Uber thing. Anything yeah, yeah. else? I mean, there's so much. I mean, just kind of like eating out. <laughs> you know, just How never about cooking. Yeah. What is that? I don't understand. I mean, we all know to, you go to a supermarket, you purchase items, and you cook. What? <laughs> I don't necessarily know that. You know, like I've tried to cook now, like the last couple of years of my life. And okay. I mean, it's not do great you, do you have any cookbooks in your house i have zero cookbooks okay. in my house i've once received a cookbook and i gifted it back to somebody i re-gifted it <laughs> the same person to somebody else. somebody else i just re-gifted it i was like what the fuck am i gonna do with that you know what i hate is when yeah. somebody gifts you a book and then they write some shit in it like this is dedicated to you, to you. like exactly. no man i would have give this it to someone else okay exactly. so i know if i get you a book not to write in well it. if you give me a book that's like psychology or anything spiritual well, okay. I'm down in that. Okay. But if you give me a cookbook about it, how to cook meat, like I ain't going to read that. No. Like I'm going to pass that on to the meat ears or somebody who <laughs> likes to cook. Right. So please don't dedicate don't. it to me. Don't. You know, just dedicate it to whoever is going to read the book. <laughs> okay. But let's think about going back a previous mm. generation. So mm. we touched a bit on our parents. Yeah. Let's go Grand- back. Grandparents. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I think everything is crazy for my grandmother. Just seeing her like... The things she didn't understand, like the telephone, <laughs> like the mobile but phones, was you know, this like the landline phone or the mobile, the phone? mobile okay. phone. Right. Because she was like from a generation of the telephone. Yeah. And when she saw and it mob- would have been those telephones, you know, the ones yes. where you like, you make, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it goes in circles, <laughs> those ones. And she never got to understand the telephone. And it was just, what is this? What is this? Yeah, and text messaging. It's like, what is what that? What is this? Well, yeah. I will say yeah. my nana is yeah. a pro. Damn. She has like a Nokia phone. Uh-huh. So there's no like real claim that she's uh-huh. got a smartphone or anything. Uh-huh. She knows emojis. Oh. She knows how to type. She's got it all. She even tries to send me pitch messages. How old is your nan? She is 85. Damn, son. I like that. So she has grown along mm. with the generations. I like that. I like a big part of it is because, I mean, her granddaughter's in Dubai. Obviously, mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. wants to be in touch with me all the time. And she honestly has enjoyed it. She really enjoys getting messages on her phone. It's like one of her favorite things. I'm I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> She's an anomaly. Mm-hmm. Like 100%. There's yeah, and not, I also there's think it's... Um, her age as well. I think it's also where the countries where you're from, yes. because like, I think the Middle East maybe, it's yeah, it's different because like you didn't get the technology as fast as no. Europe and in the UK got yeah. it. Right. Yeah. So, but it's, it's interesting, you know, their, their beliefs sort of always stay within us. Yes. 
you know, because sometimes you'd go into the Uber and be like, is she going to kidnap me? Yeah. You know, that, <laughs> that is not your belief. That's your mom's belief. Well, you say about the handwriting thing, mm. handwriting for my Nana was a humongous thing. She always mm. used to sit me down as well and do the handwriting. So obviously that's, that's kept, kept with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a memory from when I was a child. So true fact that we have about 600 years of genetic beliefs in our DNA. Just just a small little yeah. amount. So I think we've mentioned it in a previous we podcast. Have, we have yeah, but it's it. six hundred years. So imagine let's go six hundred years ago. I couldn't even think <sighs> back to that. Yeah, I can't either. What were they doing six hundred years ago? I don't know. I mean definitely no cars, definitely no electricity. They weren't on Tinder. They were <laughs> definitely not on Tinder. I mean they would How just, do you think they dated back in the day? Six hundred years think ago, they dated, did they? they just yeah, they got married at thirteen. That's true. Because if I just go to my grandma, to fathers, cousins, yeah, um, my grandma got married when she was thirteen, which is insane. Yeah, that's only two generations back from you, right? Yeah, I look at my nieces now and I see them at the age of thirteen, and I'm like, how the hell would a thirteen year old be married right now? Their their frontal lobe is not even fully developed so yet. How old was she when she had children? Thirteen. No way. You know, actually, true fact that she got married on paper at 10, but she was only allowed to move in to her father, to the guy's house, my grandfather's house at 13. So when she hit puberty, so she was married, but she couldn't be with him until she was 13. The minute she hit puberty, they shipped them off to the man. Wow. Yeah. And that's just two generations ago. Yeah. But the thing is, if you were to probably look at statistics now, there are some people still getting married that young. 100%. So this is what I mean. We can talk about generational changes, but it really depends on like how far your family has come. And which country are you from? Yeah. Because I know in places right now like Afghanistan and other countries like that, yeah. that's still happening. Yeah. You know, child marriages. And that's fucking mental. <laughs> it's you know? absolutely mental. It's crazy. It's crazy. But well, I mean, even just the choice of marriage, right? Yeah. Some people don't even have a choice of whether the marriage is good enough for them. Like, if it's something they want right to do. Right now. That's yeah. happening right now around yeah. us. Yeah. You know, even as well-developed as most of the world is, you'll still find clans and, yeah. and cliques and, and groups of people yeah. that still believe that, for example, women can drive. Yeah. And mm-hmm. women don't have the right to education. Exactly. So that's available. And and there's still other countries right now that where sexism is there, racism is there. Mm-hmm. Like, we think we're really developed. We might yeah. be technologically developed, yeah. but the socioeconomic issues are still still there yeah it's really fucking nuts yeah it's just humbling we're looking at each other right now with like shock because we didn't even know we're gonna go into this direction but just like can you really just take a moment and think about that right now while you're sitting here in your car listening to this podcast there is somebody out there that doesn't have the freedom to choose what they want to do today yeah and what the freedom to choose who they're going to marry and how they're going to spend the rest of their life and if they can even study or get an education and speak up yeah because I always say one thing that's super key to me and just anyone I know is like the right to education is just something that every single person on this planet should have yeah I mean let's go three decades ago or three generations ago and you'll see that it was already different then and now at least now where we're at we can't think of another future without our daughters or our sons having an education it's like a given yeah but just three generations ago, mm-hmm. it wasn't a given. And it's not even sometimes actually not even having the access. It's whether mm. you've got the money for it. Yeah, yeah. Because if you yeah. don't have the money for it, that's it. Exactly. So it completely goes back to your point about where you're from, mm. what your family is like. And that's just kind of And the beliefs, right? yeah. you, the belief structures you have around you. Yeah. We don't realize how much 
gratitude we need to be in. Mm -hmm. We should be grateful for For. where we're at, who our parents are, what they were able to provide us, how we've changed generational uh, gaps and changes that we've done, Mm -hmm. like all this stuff. We've done this. Yeah. Right. But we'd never like sit there and go like our parents and their parents have broken the patterns for us to sit here and be here. And just now jump forward and see how many patterns that we need to break for Mm -hmm. the future. Yeah. Right. I think that's a constant barrier. Right. You've got to be able to push through the harder times. Yeah. And you have to look at the future and be like, what do I have to give for the future? Yeah. And this takes me to the point of like, you know, people who don't recycle and people who don't care about the planet Mm -hmm. or don't care period full yeah. stop right and i'm just they like don't have consideration right exactly i'm it's like all a me, 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 me 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 exactly and i'm just like what about the future you know what about the future kids your parents left you a better planet what about you leaving the future so a better planet you know you don't have to you know always drink out of a glass but at least recycle yeah right at least pick, have pick some up your piece of trash exactly have some duty of care but i think a lot of people just don't ever have that what do you think it is? Just unawareness? A part, a part of me thinks it's selfishness. Mm-hmm. And then another part of me thinks just, I don't give a fuck. Is it unconsciousness or conscious unconsciousness? Unconscious consciousness, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you're walking down the street, right, for example, I've got a bottle of water in my hand right now. If I drop that, yeah. I hear that sound. Yeah. So I consciously know <laughs> that that's happened. I might subconsciously drop it. yeah. But, but you're conscious. It, yeah. But I'm conscious in that moment. But it's that trigger to go and pick it up. It's oh, that. It's whether you think, oh, yeah, that's my responsibility. Yeah, it's a responsibility. It's the accountability. Yeah. If you feel like you are not accountable for anybody. For your own actions. Yeah, for anything. That's that's the gap. That's the issue. That's the issue. I have to say, my mom, this time I was in London with her, I was actually quite surprised because I don't necessarily spend a lot of time nowadays with my family. And yeah. when I was spending time with her in London, we were walking on Oxford Street. Every two minutes, she was picking up something from the street. <laughs> or just random rubbish. Yeah, random rubbish. And she's like, stuck for She goes and she picks up the, uh, the, you know, the water bottle from the ground. <laughs> and then after the 10th time, I kind of had to say, I was like, mom, like, you don't have to pick up every piece of yeah. garbage that is on the floor. London is dirty. You know, you yeah. won't be picking it, it up. It's a big dirty city yeah i was like you'll start picking it up all the time and she was like well it's better that i pick it up and then people can see me picking it up and then they'll pick it up and i'm like "Hmm." but do you think if you're a person that does that anyway you would even notice somebody fuck no they don't give a shit they're (laughs) like oh look at that other woman going there picking up the trash good for you baba you carry on with your rubbish picking i hope you get paid but you know like i felt proud of her because even though i preach it i wasn't gonna pick up no shit Fair enough. Right? So for her to do it, I was kind of like, you know what? I there's many people that would do that. Yeah. I wouldn't pick up anybody else's shit. I would clean up my own shit, yeah. but I wouldn't pick up anybody Which else's shit. fair time. enough. Yeah. And I think like seeing my mom do that in yeah, London. I'm like, shout out to your mom. I'm yeah. loving this right now. Yeah. I was like, mom, good. I don't do all of it. But like, you know, I was conflicted. Conflicted. <laughs> a part feelings. of me was proud and a part of me was like, you don't have to pick up everyone's trash. And no. again, that's my tech thing where like, don't pick up people's shit. But it's kind of philosophical in a way because mm. if you think about generational change in a yeah. way we're kind of picking up everyone else's shit as we that go along true. right that is true that is true <laughs> touche mama you just yeah. taught us a lesson <laughs> from shit yeah. <laughs> exactly no, but if you think like honestly i get it you, yeah. you take so much stuff from the previous generations uh-huh. and unless you learn to unlearn it 
That's it. That's it. I think most of what we have to do in this lifetime is to unlearn the shit that we've learned. Yeah, I totally you know, agree. Only unlearning, you know, if it's the basics or if it's something very complex, just unlearn it. Yeah. I'm on this process of continuously unlearning at the moment. I totally agree. Just unlearn that stuff and just do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. And it's collective consciousness as well. You know, like everybody's on this like wavelength and you're kind of like, you got to be the odd one out. You got to yes. stop and pause and kind of go like, is okay, this for me? Yeah. Why are all the sheep going in the same direction? Yeah. Is that the right direction? Where is the fucking shepherd? Yeah. You know, sometimes you just got to tear shit up and start again. 100%. What's the last thing you've ever tore, tore up? Tore up. I think the big one was when I moved to Dubai, for mm-hmm. sure. Just because I remember everyone just being like, what the fuck are you doing? And like, yeah. um, I was actually in a friend's blog recently mm-hmm. talking about friendship and stuff. And the one biggest thing I said, like moving abroad, being an expat, you basically take your life, yeah. take a sledgehammer and then smash it to pieces because you have to start all over again. Yeah, yeah. And the amount of times I go home, everyone says to me, when are you coming home? When are you coming home? Never. This is home. Yeah. It's just a different home in a different location. Do you feel like we might be too attached to the term home? Yes. I don't know if home even really exists. I know this is going to sound super cheesy, but home is where the heart is. Yeah, I would think all of Earth is home. Yeah. Because it's the soul's home for now. It's just a location, right? Temporarily, it's the soul's home. Well, I mean, let's see what climate change says about that. (laughs) (laughs) But literally, your soul, where does it go afterwards, right? It's going to ascend and it's going to ascend into the universe. Yeah. So we are temporarily here. Mm -hmm. So this is a temporary home anyways. So we get super attached to the realistic stuff like our cars and our house and our job. And I'm just like... It's all temporary. And the thing is, if it was all gone tomorrow, how are you going to feel about that? Yeah. I mean, that's calling. <laughs> We're going to be on that tribal island we talked about. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Me and you in that island. <laughs> Drinking up the coconut. <laughs> so the last thing I've torn up was when I quit my job. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people were really shocked with that. I, I had a cushy job. <laughs> I mean, I was like the head of happiness. <laughs> I can't even believe that's a real title, but anyway. You know, it was like head of happiness for a big... The irony of the head of happiness quitting. Yeah, exactly. says it all. (laughs) And I just kind of like, I was getting a lot of shit a ton of money and I just quit because I wasn't happy, Mm -hmm. right? And everybody said I was crazy. They're like, Hibba, like you've done some crazy shit in your life, but this is the craziest. How are you going to fuck it all up? And I didn't, I was just like, I'm done. I'm ready to be free. I want to be liberated. Money can't hold me down. Yeah. And I did it. And how did it feel the day after? Free. Amazing. Yeah. And I go, I look back right now. I actually have a journal that I wrote four years ago. And in that journal, I said, what's going to happen next Mm. four years is one day I'm going to wake up without an alarm. And I'm going to be free to spend my mornings any way I want to spend them. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and go work out. And and I just wrote it down like it was already happening. Mm -hmm. And when I was cleaning a few uh, months ago, I saw the book. And I actually wrote nothing in that book, a brand new book, except those six pages. And I read it. And so funny that it all has manifested Mm -hmm. already. And to the point where I even wrote, I'm going to start a business with a girl called Neda. 
And that's my business. <laughs> yeah, that's my business partner today. <laughs> and it's in technology and startups, which yeah. is exactly what I'm doing today. And I didn't know back then any of this stuff, but I just knew that she yeah. was going to be my partner. And that's what I wanted to do. But the feeling that I like, I felt it that waking up without an alarm, not having to go yeah, anywhere and freedom. just spending time for myself. Mm-hmm. That was what I wanted four years ago or now a bit more. And then it happened. And I tell you, girl, anybody listening out there, there is nothing better than that feeling of waking up and just knowing you don't have to yeah. be anywhere. You choose to. Yeah. You you're, don't have you're the to. master of your own destiny, right? Exactly. Master of your time. Yes. You know, Manage it wisely. Exactly. And I think that has been the ultimate freedom. And no matter what money, money can't buy me that feeling of waking up every morning and going, I'm yeah, free. Sigh of relief. Yeah. Yeah. So, Gabby, 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 Gabby. Yes. We haven't done this in a while because I've been on hiatus. Yes, and yes. But we're, we've still been live. We've been live, yes. So tell me, what are we going to give them a challenge so the challenge, because we talked a bit about ancestors, look at some of the patterns that you've got. Maybe it's with you, maybe it's mm-hmm. with your parents, friends, whatever it is, and look at one thing that you can break, one thing you can change. Maybe it's something you've been thinking about, maybe it's something you want to do today, maybe something you want to do next week, but start making action. We can go on and on, but we're going to have to wrap it up here. Otherwise, this episode is never going to end. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us. Head over to at Fumans Talk, which is F-U-M-A-N-S Talk. Tell us what you like and make sure you share, like and review our podcast. Also, stay tuned for new episodes every Monday. Until Until next time, time, namaste namaste Fumans. fumans.